Hi, I'm Scott McIntyre. And I'm Christina McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. Do you have touchstones for your faith, events that you can look back on and think, God really made himself known in a particular moment, or maybe when you were facing a certain circumstance? Right now, we want to help you rewind through your life and consider your own spiritual journey in the context of the story of the Israelites. Stones, actual rocks, play a major role in their pilgrimage to the promised land. Let's start in Joshua chapter 4. Here's the context. The Israelites are escaping from generations of slavery in Egypt. They face what looks like a dead end when they reach the Red Sea until God parts the waters and the people walk through on dry land. Here are verses four through seven. Then Joshua called the 12 men from the people of Israel, whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan and take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, what do those stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. These stones were placed there to remind the people of what God had done. Just like a tombstone is placed in a cemetery as a remembrance of a loved one, these stones served as markers for the Israelites so that they would always remember what God had done for them. Now let's advance the story. The Israelites keep moving, eventually arriving at the fortified city of Jericho. From the biblical account, it must have been truly intimidating, but God revealed a plan for victory over their enemies. The Israelites marched around it, following the Lord's specific instructions. Listen to the outcome from Joshua 6.20. So the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout and the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Once again, the Israelites prevailed. Those mighty walls became piles of rubble. Those stones became another memorial, another reminder of God's presence. Let's look at one more passage from Joshua. Over a period of time, the Israelites began to worship false gods, but Joshua confronts them with the choice of serving God or serving idols. Here's chapter 24, verses 24 through 27. And the people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and put in place statutes and rules for them at Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God. And he took a large stone and set it up there under the terebinth. That's a type of tree that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said to all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness against us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord that he spoke to us. Therefore, it shall be a witness against you, lest you deal falsely with your God. In this passage, the stone symbolizes the covenant between the people and God. So now we have three accounts from Joshua. In each, a stone or stones play a key role. 
So if the Israelites lost heart and decided to return to Egypt, they would have to retrace their steps and walk past these memorials. They would have to discount these testimonies or rationalize them. They would have to say, maybe it was just a fluke that the walls of Jericho fell or that the Red Sea opened. Those stones stood as a testimony that God had been faithful to them. Now consider your own journey. Can you think of a time when God made a way forward, when there was no apparent way? Maybe a time when God's favor left you utterly amazed? Maybe it's a phone call that arrived just at the right time or a word of encouragement that meant far more to you than someone could know. Big or small, these are your memorials, your stones of remembrance. Two of the biggest memorials in my own life are the two times God moved another person to selflessly donate a kidney to me so that I could live. I remember how God took care of me then, and it reminds me that I can trust God will provide for me in the future. Just like the Israelites were confronted by these rock-solid reminders of God's faithfulness, allow your own strong memories to stand against discouragement and doubt. Instead of being intimidated by what lies ahead, find courage in what you already know to be true, that just like he provided for the Israelites, God has provided for you. If you have a question, you need prayer, or you need help taking the next step in your spiritual journey, please reach out to us on scottmcintyre.com. We would love to hear from you.